It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Hey, hey, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. Pop it because it's Shanghai Chronicles, hey. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got the tea. If you don't pop it with me, he. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. I got the tea, I got the tea, I got Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. Chronicles, Shanghai. America, twerk is something. What you won't do? I got the tea. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Hey, hey, twerk it, hey, twerk it. Shanghai, hey, hey, Chronicles. Shanghai Chronicles. Shanghai. Hey, good people. Welcome to Shanghai Chronicles. Did you miss me? I hope you did. This is episode 85, Cancer Season. That's right, good people. My birthday is literally a couple of days away. So I hope you people are ready. Cancer season has been really lit, y'all. I'm just gonna try to know. Like it's been off the chain, okay? So um Hopefully you guys have been ready. Hopefully you guys have been like in full force for it because it has been off the chain. Um, My birthday actually is on Sunday, July 14th. Okay. Um, I will be in Atlanta if anybody is looking for me. So let's get into the show. Let's get into the shit. So damn America. What is it like dating a cancer? So, a lot of people think that we're very emotionally draining and, you know, we're loving and we're fun. Like, everyone has that one person in their whole crew that is legit a cancer. Like, you cannot meet nobody and not know that they are a cancer. And on top of that, some of the characteristics that describe us, they are a little bit accurate. We do get a little bit moody. We do get very emotional. But... We do know how to cuss you the fuck out if you get on my fucking nerves. That is a fact. So, my compatible sign that I know that I'm compatible with, even though people may say that I'm not, is a Scorpio. And most Scorpios, like my mom is a Scorpio, my best friend is a Scorpio, future is a Scorpio. Okay. So we just get along with them. They understand us. They know how to like react with us. They know like just everything about cancers. So dating us is just like, one thing I can say is not exhausting. It's probably like the best thing that you probably ever had experienced. Only because we are, you know, we we love to love like if you're dating a cancer you're gonna have that romance feeling you're gonna feel good like you're just gonna just gonna feel good about it so we're a water sign of course so we do validate our feelings a lot 
Um, we do have a special way of showing how we validate our feelings. Uh, what I can say just from like dating uh, certain people, um, they love my company. You know, they love that I'm like outgoing. You know, they love that I'm, you know, not like too judgmental. Like a lot of cancers are not. So if you ever come across or meet a cancer that is of those traits, then you have you a good one. Now, I will say the June cancers, I don't know about them because some of them are on the cusp of being Geminis and then some of them on the cusp of being Cancers. And it's just like when you're on that cusp, I don't really know. So I can't really do too much vouching for the June Cancers, but the July Cancers, I can definitely vouch for. And, you know, I can, I feel them because we understand each other. Um... Of course, everyone knows we're sensitive. Of course, everyone knows that, you know, we care so much about certain things like, you know, friends, family, even our coworkers. We care a lot about, you know, what they think, how they feel, you know, anything that would just kind of draw emotion. Um, <laughs> it's funny because I was reading this article and the article was kind of like showing these like traits and like going like step by step on, you know, certain things like you're like dating a cancer. So it said that people can screw up dates with cancers by thinking the best way to show support is to suggest a solution to their problem. But what cancers really crave is validation in a listening ear. Yeah, like we just want you to listen. If we're going through something or if we're having a hard time with anything, we just really want you to sit back, listen, and just enjoy. So, I mean, I don't know. A lot of people, they just, I don't know, like... A lot of, hmm, how can I say this? A lot of people, honestly, in my opinion, are really scared to date cancers. I think they're scared because of the whole, like, emotion and, you know, us wanting to have somebody to listen and, like, be there and just, like, pay close attention or whatever like that. So I think a lot of people are really, really upset about that. But, or not even upset, let me take that back, more so just scared. They're just scared to, like, kind of step out of their shell and just really uh, go for cancers. I really haven't met anyone, honestly, that have said they've been with a cancer for a long period of time. Um, I think it's more so of them just, just not understanding us as a sign. And even though we are the littest sign in the zodiac, I think that people kind of, you know, they misread, they misread us. Um, they, even though we have those certain traits, but we may not show them, but then sometimes we do show them so they get a little shocked by it. You know, it's just certain little things. So I think that dating a cancer is your best thing yet. It's probably the best experience that you ever with experience. I mean, honestly, I'm trying to shoot my shot or always been trying to shoot my shot at Future because Future is a Scorpio. So even though he has all these different baby mothers and all this other shit, he ain't never been with a fucking cancer. 
Okay, and I would under that's why I understand him. That's why I get him. That's why I understand all his lyrics because we we just we just click. So, you know, at the end of the day, your best decision, if you ever made any good decisions in life, is to date a cancer. And I'm not saying that because it's cancer season, and I'm saying I'm not saying that because it's my birthday coming up. I'm just saying that because I just know facts, and I just know that that is just what it is, and there's nothing else or nothing nobody can do about it, honestly. So, you know, hey, to each his own. But I'm telling you, if you get with a cancer. A cancer is going to be your person that's going to hold you down. They're loyal to the T. You know, they really are about riding and dying. You know, they about that ride or die. So, I would definitely uh, hook up with, you know, hook yourself up with a cancer. So, let's get into that other um, Damn America topic. Um, I saw that... Um, Kamala Harris, she was on The Breakfast Club, and she was talking about how she came or the whole question with Joe Biden at the uh, Democratic debate or whatever. And she was talking about the school busing system and how she was, you know, that little girl with the busing system. And I think that was her second time being on the show. Um she is really in the running right now. And I think she's in the running right now because she is going to be that person that can go neck and neck with Trump. She is that person that has the fire. She's that person that has the umph. And I think they're more so looking for that to determine who is going to be able to beat him when it comes down to these debates. And I think that she is that person. Now, even though when you do your research about her, about how, you know... Innocent, a lot of black men are in jail because at the time when she was um, uh, attorney, I, I, don't, I don't know if she was attorney general, I may be wrong, but in California, she was something high up. And a lot of people are basing their votes and opinions off of that. Um, to be honest with you, I'm definitely not going to probably vote for her just based off of that and a little bit of research I've done. But there really aren't any candidates right now. Um, there aren't any candidates that I think that will have the, like, have the American people's, you know, have our good intentions for us, pretty much. Um, I did watch the debates. I know the debates were, like, long ago. But they're still kind of the, the topic of discussion amongst some people. And... They had some good people. The, the The first night was born. The first night was blah. The second night is what everyone was tuning in for. You got Bernie. You got Joe Biden. You got Kamala. So it was just like you know, it was a lot of you know good people. Um, Joe Biden. I think a lot of people are kind of misunderstood. You know, misguided with him as well because you know we saw him. Obama backed him up. We backed him up. We loved him. And then you know things come out about him that we've never probably even knew about or cared to research about. So. It's just like you know what is joe biden's um intentions like you know what is he the thing that i took the thing that i took from the debates was that they weren't saying anything that had to do with black people nothing to benefit me 
So when I found out there was nothing to benefit me, I'm just looking at these candidates like, okay. Like, what are you going to do? For, like, not even do for me, but like, how do I benefit from this? So it's just very interesting. Um, honestly, I'm kind of waiting to see the Republican debates and waiting to see, you know, who is actually going to run against Trump if they do decide to, um, because it will be very, very, very interesting. But um, needless to say, I do see that people are going to back up Kamala Harris. Like, she's going to be the number one contender. And she's going to be, or people would like to see a black woman president or just a woman president in general. I don't even think it has anything to do with race. But I think they, you know, are striving for that. Um, would that be good for us? Maybe. I'm not sure. I just are, I'm just not really into politics this time go around because it's just like, you know, the politics have really gotten a little bit off of the wagon, so I might say. And it's just like there's nothing really within the politics that really benefit me as a black woman, as a, you know, young black woman in America. So... I think more so I want to focus on like my state people and kind of like figure out where they're at because the presidencies and the vice presidencies, like I don't really think much is going to like come of that at all. So, I mean, she just, I just watched the interview today and I was just like, okay, all right, I see what they're going with this. Okay. And then she had, you know, a couple of little people back her up. So it was a, you know, really good interview. It was decent, but I do see, you know, where they're going with that. So I was a little like, okay, shocked about it. But hey, it is what it is. But so, damn America, what is it like dating a cancer? I mean, you just need to find out because dating us is like dating the best person in the whole entire world okay forget us being emotional forget us being moody just know that we're loving we're loyal and we like to have a good time okay we like to turn up so who doesn't like to turn up and have a good time okay and then you know damn america is kamala harris the number one contender is she the person that you think and you feel that should represent you um you think that she will be the person that will, you know, give us good debates for Trump. And, you know, she will be that person that, you know, brings that spotlight. And I think that she is. And I think that people are going to push her to be. Even if she may not want it to be that way, I think that's what they're, they're gearing for and pushing for. So I, I do believe that that is something that Americans just, only thing I can say is just do your research. Just do your research. Um, there are some black people out there that want to go for Kamala, and that's fine. But I don't, that's just not, she's not my cup. Not my cup of tea, but, you know, who knows. Um, so let's get into our rising star. So our rising star, we have Lisa Kashi. Uh, she is an American actress, television host, comedian and youtuber she began her career on vine in 2013 and then before starting a youtube channel sung so among her acting roles she had been addie walker and tyler praise Howard. oh she was in um the horror comedy uh film boo uh 
Medea Halloween. Um, she did an exploring YouTube premium series, Escape the Night. Um, she starred as Violet Adams in Hulu drama television series Freakish, and she both produced and stars at the title character in the YouTube premium comedy series Lisa on Demand. Which was released in June 2018. Um, she also was the contributor to the MTV television series Total Request Live from 2017 to 2018. And she also was the host of the game show Double Dare, which premiered in June of 2018. Um, her YouTube channel has more than 16 million subscribers and her two channels have a total of more than 2 billion combined views. Uh, she has received Steam Streamy Awards, four Teen Choice Awards, and a Kids Choice Award. So shout out to her. Uh, she uh, is 23 years old. Uh, so I thought that was dope of her uh, to display all of that good talent, girl. Okay. Um. So I know I'm going a little bit uh, fast with the show only because... I am about to get ready to go to Atlanta and turn up for my birthday and I haven't done shit. I haven't packed. I haven't done anything. But I was like, you know what? I haven't done a show for you guys in a while. So I need to come on here and talk my shit because there's a lot of things been happening. Um, so excuse me if the show is probably a little short. Uh, so I just wanted to give you guys something before I left to go turn up. Uh, so the Twerk Something segment, listen, it's a lot of shit been going down, y'all. So... You know, the cancer season has been lit. Like, it's been on fire. Like, fuck a hot girl summer. It's the fucking cancer season. So, we know about Carmelo cheating. We just gonna throw that nigga away. Just throw his ass away. We know about him getting up on there, apologizing, saying it. You know, people was married, whatever. My girl Lala, she's a cancer. And she has decided that. She was going to go file for the divorce. And I'm just like, go. Like, do it. But, you know, some shit came out about her basically saying, like, you know, she used Mello for a come up. But who's not going to use a fucking basketball player for a fucking come up? If a bitch go out here right now and get knocked by a nigga, I'm going to use that as a come up if he's coming up. Like, what the fuck? We both just going to come up together. So, you know, my thing with the whole Carmelo thing, it was like, nigga. You took and already had this baby. Then you had the nerve during her whole birthday weekend to be on a fucking yacht with a bitch. Like, niggas, like, niggas don't know how to cheat. They don't know how to cheat good at all. Like, at all. But my bitch just won $68,000 in the casino. So she ain't even fucking thought. Okay? She having herself a good hot ass girl summer. Fucking birthday was lit. She was looking good. So, like, the fuck? She ain't thought. And I think, you know... With Lala, she's starting to like blossom. She's starting to like, you know, and 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 to be honest with you, I've never like never put in a sentence like, oh, Lala, Melo's wife. Like I've never done that. I've just been like, oh, Lala, like oh, you know Lala. Like I've never like really put them together because you know how you like have people in and in, in, in when they're in relationship with in I'm sorry when they're in relationships with someone and it's like they define like that person defines them like oh you know Kim Kardashian Kim and Kanye like 
there's no Lala Amela. Like, I've never heard that, ever. I've always heard, oh, Lala, the VJ. Like, that used to be her thing thing for a while. Like, she's Lala the VJ. Like, I've never heard of Lala Calamelo's wife. Like, never, unless it was some shit going down. So, I mean, at the end of the day, he's a nigga. You know, we can't put most, not that much past these niggas. So, I mean, what more could we want from him? But... My girl doing her thing. I'm glad that she was able to see the lights. Glad the bitch wasn't blind. Okay. By the bush. So we'll see. I just hope my birthday twin Tiny can get it together. Because Tiny is my birthday twin along with Alexa Sky. So, you know, I had to throw away Tiny and replace her with Alexa Sky. Because Tiny was just doing too fucking much for me. Getting on my nerves. And it wasn't like a hot girl summer. So, you know. And... I've been reading a lot, too, on my Twitter because Twitter is not a new thing for me now. Like, I do Instagram, but I'm also on Twitter. Twitter keeps me very entertained. And, you know, Twitter, I saw ASAP Rocky was trending. And I'm like, why the fuck is he trending? And then I saw the video that was trending, how he, you know, WWE, the fucking white boy in um, Sweden or whatever. So I'm just like, okay, this will probably die down. Like, this is not a big deal, whatever. Then I see... People coming out with petitions and shit want to sign for him. And I had to ask my friends. I'm like, well, what the fuck? Is, if everybody is signing petitions to help this nigga get out of jail, can somebody sign a petition for I can meet future? Shit, I've been only trying to meet him for like three weeks now. I've been doing every act and I can do in the world. But apparently, you know, they want us to sign this petition and help him get out of jail. And, you know... Being the nosy-ass person that I am and being the messy-ass cancer that I am, I took and rewind and remembered how this nigga was like, oh, you know, fuck Ferguson. Like, this was the time that the Ferguson shooting happened with the Mike Brown. It was like, oh, fuck Ferguson. I live in Beverly Hills. I, I you know, live in Harlem. I fuck bitches. Da, da, da. Okay. Okay. So... Now, you locked up, white man got you, they said they got you in terrible conditions, shit all on the floor, you know, it smells, looks like a fucking dirty ass bathroom, whatever. And now, you need the black community, so now you need the black community, and now people like... Joe Budden feel like no one should kick you when you down and all this other bullshit, but my nigga... My nigga, you better get the fuck to calling the people in Beverly Hills. You better get the fuck to calling them bitches that you be fucking. You better get the fuck to calling them fashion designers because you say you all about the fashion. You don't give a fuck. My thing is about this is this. It's not even about bringing up his past. It's not even about bringing up old tweets because that's what people do. They bring up old shit and they get you on that shit. And they when they get you on that shit, it just throws your mind off. The fact that his ignorance just stood out, like, just ignorant. Like, he couldn't even say, oh, you know, rest in peace, Mike Brown. You know, that's terrible what happened to him. Because, nigga, you from Harlem. Harlem. Ain't no, ain't no Soho. You from Harlem. And in Harlem, niggas die, yes, every day. And I'm sure some of your close homeboys that couldn't make it out that that too and it's just like you know at, at this at, at this stage of people in 
with people's career there's no reason why people are getting up here and doing these interviews and one sounding dumb as shit two not knowing information three half of them look crazy as fuck smoked out drugged out whatever five four wigs are shifting like shit is just not right so that's when your PR team comes into play. And I'm just trying to figure out who are these people? Who are your fucking PR people that, one, they would let you do an interview saying, fuck Ferguson. Why Ferguson just happened? They would let you continue to do that. Like, nobody sat down and educated you or told you what not to say. Like, that's when the publicists come in. So, to me, the fucking publicists are not doing their jobs correctly. And I don't know if it's because they're just, like, over it or they're just like, okay, you know what? This nigga not going to listen to me. He going to do what he want. You know, maybe that's it. I don't know. But it's just like, okay, Dude, like, and then, like, then, you know, my, my nosy ass kept on researching. Then I pull up the fucking article when you talking about dark skin girls shouldn't wear, wear, uh, wear red lipstick. Now, listen, yes, we got mad with the dark skin thing with Chris Brown, but this is totally fucking different now because it's like, now, nigga, you trying to tell me what fucking makeup I should wear. You trying to tell me that the makeup only looks good on fair skinned women fuck out of here so you know that came into play and me being nice dark skin and chocolate with my fine ass i'm just like oh oh this this is like nigga we dealing with oh yes yes we know that new york niggas got swag yes we know that new york niggas don't give a fuck but this nigga right here he a different type of New York nigga. He, I don't know. He's like the New York niggas that I'm used to. And I don't even feel no type of way about anything right now that he's going through. Only thing I do is pray for him. That's it. I can only pray. I can't get my fingers to sign no petition. I can't get my fingers to play none of his songs. Like, at this point in time, it was like, oh, you know, you bashed the black community. You, oh, I'm not no politician, da-da-da. But then when you really need a bitch to help, or you need people to help you, now the crying wolf comes out and shit. Like, nah, nah. And don't be fucking atting Kim Kardashian West to come get his ass because she has other cases underneath her belt, other fucking letters that she got to work on to get people out of jail. She don't got time to be focusing on fucking ASAP Rocky, okay? Okay? So don't even do it. Don't try it. Don't lift it. It's funny because y'all talk shit about Kim Kardashian so goddamn bad behind this whole criminal justice shit. And then now y'all want her to help ASAP Rocky and get him out. No. Hell no. He'll be fine. He from New York, right? He from Soho, right? He fuck bad bitches, right? He'll be fine. Just fine, if you ask me. Just fucking fine. Okay? Just fine. And speaking of just fine, so... <laughs> this shit. So, I watched the Moniece interview on Hollywood Unlocked. Shout out to Jason Lee. And... <laughs> this whole little Fizz and April thing, this is something... That's all I got to say. The fucking tea was just something. And that April was something, baby. Let me tell you something. 
when the hoe up in you wants to escape and you've been keeping it held in for a long period of time and now you know we in cancer season we in the fucking hot girl summer you know the hoe that's been in, in you so long bundled up you know hiding it wants to come out and fucking play so when it fucking finally comes out and play people are so shocked they can't believe it oh my god not april yes bitches april okay and the only person who told us about April was fucking Omarion's mother. And we didn't get fucking two shits about Omarion's mother. We was looking at her like, who the fuck is this? Yes. The hoe in April wanted to escape. It finally was able to get a release date. And when it got the release date, it released itself. And it told itself, we staying out. We not going back in. Okay? So the hoe in April has Stayed out. Stayed out to the point where she with Lil Fizz. And Lil Fizz, you know, the little boy that we was always yelling and screaming for, the light skin one in the group. Oh, that is something, okay? From the interview, I take it, he cheap. He don't got a pot to piss in and nothing to lay it out. You know, he just looks, you know, and then he's broke. 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 So, April, you let your hoe finally escape out your body. You finally let it come on out. Since it's been bottled up there for so long because it's been itching to come out. And when it comes out, you go get, with a broke nigga? A broke nigga. Like, you can't even get with a nigga that really has something. You go went and got with a broke nigga. A broke nigga. So, at the end of the day, if they like it, I love it. And I'm going to tell you right now, I don't love it. Okay? It's definitely going to bring some drama for the Hollywood, uh, hip-hop Hollywood this season. I'm I'm, I'm sure of it. Okay? It's going to bring it. And the only way that it was not, the only way that it was going to happen is that April was able to release her hub. She was able to release it. And it ain't got released. And it ain't coming back in. It's going to stay out there. Okay? It's going to stay out there. And as long as y'all allow it to stay out there, she going to keep doing what she want to do. And there's nothing y'all can do about it or say about it because her hoe is finally free. And all we can do right now is just say a small little prayer to protect her hoe. Because if we don't protect our hoe, then something bad is going to happen to it. And then when something bad happens to it, like, you know, somebody beat her ass or she fucking, you know, something crazy. Or she pregnant by little fish, something crazy is going to happen. We got to make sure that we stay prayed up and we pray that the hoe that got released from out of her don't go crazy. That's the only thing that we can do. The only thing that we can do at this time. So, we'll pray for her and we'll pray that you know nothing crazy goes down. Because if this bitch is pregnant by Lil Fizz, okay, they done really did some Rob and Card. They done did some Rob and Black China shit. You hear what I say? You hear what I say when I say when I say it? 
Okay, and now the fact that that didn't happen and that done, you know, that's a little something. It's a little something if you ask me. And I think, I honestly think it's just a little bit too much. Too much. So, you know, I just, <laughs> I just, I was just baffled. Like when I saw the, and then when I saw her on Chicago, Black Ink Chicago, and she was coming at Ryan, I'm like, oh, this bitch is just giving her pussy up. Like she could, she just could not wait until the hoe inside of her got released because the pussy is just going to everybody. It was like, it's just like Oprah, you get a pussy, you get a pussy, you get a pussy. It was just getting, everybody getting pussy. So it was just like, woo, Jesus, who did she not give her pussy to? Because she was giving her pussy out now. She was giving pussy out. So she was giving out. Um, you know, and then you know it's cancer season, so a lot of shit is going down. Pussy popping is going down for the summer of 2019. You know, Safari and Erica Mena is back together, my favorite couple right now, because he's a cancer and she's a Scorpio. Then y'all see the love triangle? Do y'all do y'all see it? Just just draw it in your mind. They back together. And I don't give a fuck what no ex-girlfriend has to say. I don't care if he proposed to you with the ring and gave it to Erica. Who cares? Okay? The fact of the matter is that they're together. They went on vacations. They celebrated Safari's birthday. And they've been having a wonderful time with each other. And it's nothing that nobody can do about it. Meanwhile, Joe and Sin Santana are having some shit. Okay, because apparently their whole little breakup is going to be on the show. I told y'all this shit. I told y'all that this was all for ratings, this whole little Joe Button and Sin breakup. This was all for ratings. So it's going to play out on the show. And when it plays out on the show, just know that Joe has him a new girl. And he definitely has a type. And just know that while they were talking mad shit to Safari last season on the reunion, just know my man Safari got him a scorpion. Okay? 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 And just know that they're going to be getting married soon. And I hope and pray that the wedding is not ghetto and don't got too much going on because, you know, he Jamaican and she fucking, I think, Spanish or Dominican. I don't know. So we don't want no crazy shit going on in the wedding. But I already know that some crazy shit is going to go down and it's going to be tacky and ghetto as hell. But um, I'm, I'm rooting for them. They my favorite couple, and I don't care what nobody say. I don't care what nobody thinks. They're my favorite couple, just like me and Future are going to be y'all favorite couple come fucking 2020. So it's nothing nobody can say to me or do otherwise because this Cancer Scorpio love, it's amazing, okay? Amazing. Amazing. Um, so... It's just been a lot of... I don't even know if it's been a lot of stuff going on. I just know that, oh, oh, this is this little fight between, um, oh, this is this, so this that's playing right now, it's like G Glock and Young Dolph is beefing over a song or some shit, so whoever these ghetto ass people are, I don't, I told y'all cancer season is lit. Whoever these ghetto-ass people are, they're fighting, like, over a song or some shit happened between them. And they've been, like, going at it for, like, a whole 
20 minutes on Instagram Live or some shit like that. And, you know, Young Dolph, everybody know that they, that nigga don't play. I don't even know who this new boy is because there's so many new rappers out there. So, I don't even know what the fuck he is. But they arguing over a song on Instagram Live, whatever. And speaking of rapping, so... Jermaine Dupree did come out and say something about female rappers. All they talk about is stripping and their pussies and stuff like that. Now, Jermaine Dupree, okay, how can you get upset about the female rappers rapping about that when the niggas is rapping about fucking these bitches, getting money, bitch sucked my dick last night, bitch did it to my friend, this hoe ain't shit, I'm out here getting money, getting these cars, smoking this. Like, how can you think that's cool to listen to? For you to produce, because that's Bow Wow saying that shit too. And you got the nerve to come at the women because they, one, feel good about their bodies, two, they're confident, three, they just the shit. And do you feel intimidated by this? Like, you know, yes, you got the brat, you brought the brat out. Okay. Was anybody really listening to the brat? I know she was on Ladies Night, she was with Mariah Carey for a little bit of stuff, but like, who? Was anybody really listening to the brat? And honestly, yes, the brat was rapping about some good, you know, hardcore shit. And there are some hardcore female rappers out there that do rap about hardcore shit. But right now, what the new generation wants to hear, the millennials, they want to hear ratchets, unfortunately. And ratchets is selling. It's getting people lit. Like, it's it's getting the people jump. Like, it's getting them hot. Like, it's a hot girl fucking summer. So, I feel like that little comment, like, it, it could be in, like, a little sexist. Like, okay, hold up. Like, what? Like, and now you want to turn around talking about you're going to have a cypher. Like, bye. Like, you just mad because everybody really came at you. Everybody was just looking at you like, uh, really... Oh, okay. That's what you're doing, Jermaine? Oh, okay. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, you know, when was the last time you had a couple of hits? When was the last time you had any female rapper besides the brat on your fucking label? The brat was like, what, 95, 94, like, crisscross? Like, nobody was checking. I don't think nobody was checking. I don't even think nobody thought. Like, I don't think nobody thought. But, you know... That's what he, you know, I just thought that was just very ignorant. Like, I thought it was just like, okay, this is, this is what you're going to say on this talk show. Like, are you just trying to get, like, what kind of points are you trying to get? Because every female rapper is going to come at you right now. Every last one of them is coming at you right now. So. Oh, and also it's the hot girl summer because Monica and... Her man is back together. And, you know, remember we were saying that Shannon was cheating. And they were saying, too, that she um she was pregnant. But they were in Vegas, I guess, the other couple of nights ago. But my thing is, like, she doesn't even... Monica doesn't even look pregnant. So, I'm just trying to figure out how... um. How is that possible? I mean, she has been wearing some over, like, 
like real big like clothing oversized type stuff so you know she may be back with shannon brown and i mean that's fine i mean i don't have no i have no issues with the whole monica thing like i love monica but i just wish that majority of these females you know know their worth like that's one thing that michelle obama said at the SN festival that i thought was just really um that really spoke to me and spoke you know clear to my heart was that oh so this right here i can't even talk about michelle obama so this right here this boy right here that's talking this philly slang He's kind of basically mad at Meek Mills, okay? So, I guess, like, Meek Mills' brother or whatever runs with this crew. And he's been, like, going in, like, saying shit about Meek and saying how Meek's scared to go to L.A. by herself because he got a hit out on him and all this other bullshit. Just sound like, you know, just some regular hating Philly-ass shit. So... He did a video of him at work, like, going in, saying crazy shit or whatever like that. And, you know, just basically going off on people. So, we're not even going to entertain it, but it was just too much going on with him. So. Yeah, listen to him. Listen to him. Listen to him. Fuck out of here. Yeah, so, while I was on my... So, he is... Okay. So basically, he's hating, like, he, this whole thing, he's hating on Philly, on, on Meek. So, Meek's um, bodyguard, this is his brother. And they became, like, known after, like, I guess um, Meek's security guard became known after he knocked out Beanie Siegel. And Siegel gave information to the rapper of the game about some beef or whatever like that. So... Coming to today, the guy that is Meek's security guard, his brother airs out all this shit about how Meek Mills is scared for his life when he comes to Kylie and he pays um, his brother to fly out to protect him. Um, he talked about how Meek had trust issues and that's the reason why him and Nikki broke up and blah, blah, blah. So it was like going back and forth. So it just sounded like on some hating that shit. And it sounded like if Meek go to Philly, he may need to watch his back because who knows what that nigga is probably going to do to him. Because he sounds like he on some hating ass Joe ass shit. He sounds like he a dickhead for sure because that sounds like some shit that Philly niggas... Some Philly niggas, when they get a little, you know, jealousy or whatever. Then he was saying, too, like, oh, he behind prison reform, but I did this many, I did this many years of jail. Like, listen, listen, listen. It's a lot of niggas in jail that's doing jail time for shit they shouldn't do. And if Meek is behind this prison reform, I'm sure he'll get it together, bro. But it's like, damn, why you holding so much grudges? He's holding some big-ass grudges against this man, but, you know. It is what it is. But it's really been, cancer season has been really lit. I can just definitely say that. I can't even call it a hot girl summer. I can just say that cancer season has been lit. And it's been the best, this year has been the best cancer season I've ever experienced. I'm just going to tell you that. The best I've ever experienced, okay? The best. I wouldn't have it no other way. No other way.
So let's get into what you won't do. So what you won't do is when we're having a pizza party at work for my birthday, what you won't do is have your Ziploc bag on the side and take four slices of pizza, okay? The fucking pizza just got there at 12.45, okay? That's what you won't do. How about you wait to about two, two o'clock? You didn't really like sat there with a whole Ziploc bag, put all the slices in your bag that you wanted, all the good pieces, and then went back to your desk with pizza on the plate. Nah, that's what you won't do. Now, you can't be doing that, okay? You, you just can't do that. You can't do that. And then what you won't do is go to a pool party, get lit, and then leave with a bunch of bitches that you don't even know, and then the bitches left you the next morning. Yeah, that's what you won't do, okay? You can't be doing that during cancer season. If you want to get lit during cancer season and you want to turn up and have a good time, you need to make sure that you're fucking responsible, okay? You can't be just getting in stranger cars even if you just met them that night or that day, okay? And thinking that they good, they going to look out for you. No, them bitches ain't know you from a can of paint. And then first of all, I don't even know why they let you in this goddamn vehicle. But hey, who the fuck am I? But, you know, what you won't do is when we're having a pizza party to celebrate me, okay? You won't have your Ziploc bag on the side if you can take about four or five slices of pizza home and then also take pizza to your desk to eat. No, just, just, you can't be doing that. That's, that's what you won't do. And what you won't do is go to a pool party and then leave with a bunch of people you don't even know. And then when you wake up the next morning, the people have left you. They're gone. They're nowhere to be found. Yeah, that's what you won't do. You can't just do that now. You can't just be hopping in stranger vehicles because bitches is grimy. All right? It's not even the niggas that you got to look out for. It's the bitches too. So that's what you won't do. You just can't be doing no shit like that, okay? Okay. So this is episode 85, Cancer Season. My birthday is on Sunday, good people. I will be in Atlanta turning up with my good, 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 good friends, okay? I hope everyone has a wonderful weekend. Sorry for the delay, good people. I've just been having a real good hot girl summer, real good lit cancer season, and it just threw a bitch off for a little bit, but I definitely will uh, have it consistent for you guys. Um, also, you can check our previous episodes on all platforms, Spotify, Google Play, uh, SoundCloud, iTunes. Also, follow me on Instagram, Shanghai87, and also follow us on Shanghai underscore chronicles. Okay. Have a good weekend, good people. It's my birthday. I'm about to get lit, about to turn up. I'll be at you guys next week. Holla. It's cutting into your exercise time, it's stabbing you in the back nine, and it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS. These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. It's cutting into your exercise time. It's stabbing you in the back nine. And it's attacking your peace of mind. It's pain, and it's getting in between you and the life you want to live. CBD Medic targets your pain at its source. It's fast-acting relief with active OTC ingredients, plus the added benefits of THC-free hemp oil. Get back to your life with CBD Medic, available online and at CVS.
These statements have not been evaluated by the FDA. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease.